Welcome to the last this week in the 90s, brought to you by Alive and Kicking, the 90s football podcast. So we're calling this episode That Was This Week in the 90s, kind of a long title. It'll make sense as we go on. Um, joining me, as always, that's been on this 33-episode run of This Week in the 90s. I think they've been on all of them. I think they have. Firstly, he's a social media mogul for many TV outlets and, and much, much more. He's the grandfather clock. He loves Janino. He hates Kevin Keegan. He's Joel Young. Hey, Joel. I'm all right. How are you? You know, I'm, I'm, I'm not concerned about me this week. I'm more concerned about poor Matthew. Yeah, we'll get to probably poor Matthew was out until 3am last night, so he's a little bit fragile. He's a, he's a writer for many plethora of outfits, including the Sportsman, where you may have seen him tweeting about a certain for-all game on this day in 1991 uh, today, tweeting that out. Uh, Matthew Christ, how you doing, mate? You all right? Yeah, I've never felt better. What, what, what the listeners, what the listeners can't see is that we're all here in our own clothes today, and uh, we've all brought games in because it's the last day of term. <laughs> last for, day of term, yeah. For the uh, for this series of of uh, well, ever episode of this in, week in the nineties. I brought in two. I brought in two quizzes. Yeah, you've got two quizzes and, uh, and my five pop songs. I you know that was very important. I have I have had them. They are on a piece of paper upstairs, so I'm hoping I remember them off the top of my no, that's head. Good. Have you got your songs, Matthew? I got a list of about three going, and then I, I couldn't remember. Typically, with you changing the rules every five minutes, I couldn't really remember. Change the flipping rules. I couldn't remember Don't what we were sort of actually supposed to be thinking of. I was just thinking, well, am I going to your favourite forgotten? Your yeah. five favourite forgotten songs of the 1990s. Well, but what makes them forgotten? What well, makes them Just things that you think that people. I mean, there's I, all of mine were like top ten hits, but the sort yeah. of things that people go, "Oh my uh, god, that's yeah, a great record." Yeah. I'd yeah. forgotten about that. That's yeah. how I'd put it. Oh, mine won't be great. Mine are terrible, but I like them. But I have terrible. Mine, taste are, in music. mine are good. Um, but... Well, I'm, I'm not surprised if it was your idea. I got the feeling that you were always just going to engineer this a bit, like you did that that bogus nineties. Uh, Premier League, hey, league. It wasn't yeah. bogus. We had Tim, our friend on Twitter. Yeah, uh, Tim, Tim, Tim did justify what we said. He tweeted me, actually, God bless yeah, him. Yeah, he did. Uh, Thank you very much, Tim. Hello, Tim. Thank yeah. you for that. Um, yeah. so I should just clarify, for anyone who may be listening to this for the first time, I don't think they would be because it would be weird to stumble across. But yeah, we've been doing this week in the 19th since literally last February, almost to the day where we talked about that Everton-Liverpool game, as well as England to France nil, my first ever football game. Uh, which we've learned along the way. Um, we haven't done 52 episodes because there's been some weeks where there hasn't actually been much to talk about or some weeks where our schedules didn't all meet or my internet has been Or down. some weeks where you had the builders in. Where I had the I... builders in, yeah. No, that's not a euphemism for anything. That's it's not I've, a euphemism. <laughs> no, I've literally had the builders in my house. But we, I think we've pretty much covered everything. It may return for one-offs if we've missed something along the way, but I think for the week-to-week show, we will be giving this week in the 90s a rest. We're not going away. We've got some plans. They're not all in concrete yet, but we've definitely got an episode next week um, after that. But keep abreast of the Twitter feed at AK90. Next week is really good. I'm dead excited about next week. Yeah, we can tell them about the next week. Me, Joel and um, Paul Armstrong, who was a as programme director, I believe. He was the he was the programme editor on Match of the Day until about, oh my goodness, about 2010, 2012 or something. So from about he's, we'll be talking or something. If you've seen the of course, he's a, man of, he's a man of good taste because he's a Middlesbrough fan. Yeah, there'll be a lot of Janine on that episode, I believe. So yeah. Yeah. Oh, by the way, this weekend, this it's weekend. the AK90s Derby. It is the AK90s Derby, yes. Steve McLaren returning to the Riverside. Let's hope nobody throws a season ticket. You're, well, place. you'll be all right until the last minute. 
then you know that's that's your. Have you lost six games in a row? Actually? We've lost six games in a row, and in the last three oh. three league games, we missed a penalty in stoppage time against Birmingham that made it four four. We lost. Yeah, in, we, that because I was texting you while that yeah, was going on. We lost. Wasn't it? In, we lost in stoppage time to uh, Bristol City. That was two one, so it'd have been a decent point. And then last night it was two two, ninety fourth minute, and <laughs> Jacob Murphy made it. So yeah, well, so we're on an absolutely dismal, dismal run. So yeah, good. Yeah, I think you'll be uh, picking the bones of QPR on, on Saturday. Uh, well, the, uh, we'll see. It's, it'd be just like it'd be just like the Borough to um, let Steve McLaren come and torment us but you know we shall see yeah well it was another borough we'll mention this just quickly on the twitter feed uh, a tweet that went quite it went almost sid lambert like i would say well it? yeah but we haven't got fifty thousand followers yeah, congratulations to mr sid lambert at proper football hit the 50k mark um top man we love him here at oral Aiken. we need to get him back on the show he's a fr- he's a very busy man these days right i meant to, i meant to be going to a non-league game of football with him oh there you go he's, he was right about roy Wegley today which like which has prompted me to text him um, so if you haven't seen it for Mon- Mundial Magazine, the great Mundial Magazine, on their website, he's written a thing about Roy Wegley, which um, I kind of love, but at the same time, wish I'd written myself, <laughs> <laughs> obviously. But we did a tweet, um, I think it was You need to be pitching all these things about things you like. That's all it is. Yeah, I know. I just don't have the time. Um, but we, uh, the tweet I mentioned was, it was the kind of FA Cup game between Middlesbrough and Manchester City that at the time, if you watch the actual whole clip, I only put the video on there of Janino's goal, but it was billed as... Georgie King Clancy versus Janino, and as we all know, apart from our friend Andy at MFC, MF, MCFC shirts, we all know that Janino was slightly better than G- Georgie King Clancy. It's not even a contest. <laughs> and as proved with that tweet, yeah, there was a lot of Middlesbrough fans that tweeted that, and apparently there was a lot of trouble at that game, which obviously I wasn't wasn't proving to. Yeah, before, they all said yeah, which I didn't know, but there was a lot of people. I got tagged in loads of it, and it was people were just saying, oh yeah, there was like they were getting chased around Moss Side by loads of Manchester City scallies, which uh, yeah, <laughs> it's interesting. But yeah. I mean, you know, I'd be jealous as well if you know I had Georgie King Clancy and. You know, you're the team imagining. You know, I'd want to be chasing people around the roughest part of the, my city. Yeah, Matthew's gone a bit quiet. Can Cladzi or Janino, Matthew? I nearly fell asleep then. <laughs> um, not well because you were boring me. It was just because I obviously had a bit of a late night last night. Uh, can Cladzi or Janino? Uh, I'd have to oh, say one Janinho. won the World Cup and one. Yeah, I know, I know. I was just saying. I was just making sure. I mean, I was going to say, if in terms of longevity and what he's done, I mean, can Cladzi was a. He would do wonderful things now and again. I, mean, I caused terrible, you know, backlash saying this, but I mean, I always got the feeling that King Cladzi was a sort of a, a bit of a flat track bully. I thought you, you know, he'd score a brilliant goal against Southampton or Coventry or Luton Town, maybe in the nineties. I'm just watching and, the cricket. Uh, now. I'm, glad the that you in a, I'm glad that you threw in a cricket simile there. That was good. Yeah, but, but um, yeah, I might have been a bit harsh to him, but yeah, you can't. I don't. I think Janino over the over his career was um, a better player. I think, but. No offence, obviously. If you want to listen to what uh, some of his teammates thought of him, go back way into our archives when we did our interview with Paul Walsh, who did not enjoy playing with Georgie King Clancy. Yeah. Uh, was he accused? Did he accuse him of being greedy by any chance? Uh, never in the Adil Tarad mould of never really giving a shit and just wanting to yeah. grab the ball and be. What a... about um, the other day? Sid mentioned Sasa Churchic. Yeah. Of Big Brother Who, fame, yeah. Uh, Big Brother fame, and also, which he didn't know, and I told him later on, also had a career as a pornographic actor later on. Allegedly, I'm just going to shot allegedly in there, but I'm pretty sure that's right. Allegedly, is it? Is that a DVD in your collection, Mr. Young? Yeah, did you yeah. see him on the end titles or something, did you? <laughs> Bought on Wanderers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, very good, yes. 
<laughs> Aston Thriller. <laughs> Aston Thriller. Yeah. Oh, oh, you went there. Yeah. You went there. Absolutely. Um, right. Do we want to do? Do we do these songs now? Do we do want to do them, or should we save them for the middle? I think we should save the songs. Well, I tell you what, we can do first. We can play Family Fortunes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Let's play. Fam- well, I can't play this because we played this. No, on you can't play it over you, Well, I text you as it's going. So, Matthew, I'm going to explain this and, to and you. I, yeah, and I didn't understand the actual question, so explain it better to. Okay. Yeah, there's a, there's a surprise. <laughs> So is this going to end in controversy by any chance? I really hope yeah, not. Look, listen to me. I'll give you the rules of the thing. It's Family Fortunes. It's a television programme. You've seen that, haven't you? Yeah, I have, yes. Of course you've seen it. Les right. Dennis, he does maybe. Isn't, it, isn't yeah. it called Family Feud in America? That yes, is what it's correct. called in America. Yeah. Yes, it's called Family yeah. Feud, yes. Uh, but in Britain, it's called Family Fortunes. It was originally produced by the ATV Network. Uh, presented by Bob Monkhouse originally, then Max Bygraves, then Les Dennis. Let's not go past Les Dennis. I don't want to talk about. Uh, uh, I don't want to talk about Vernon Kay. I mean, that's oh, an abomination. I, I forgot that even version of that show. Yeah. And Andy, did Andy Collins do it for a bit? Who is like Who a very the good warm Andy man. Collins. It did. We went on daytime for a bit and Bloody died hell. on its ass. Yeah. But so. 1998. This Matthew, I'll give you the money myself. That kind of. Yeah, Les Dennis actually owns this building I'm speaking to you from. Does he really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a building here, and uh, and there's one across the street that he he owns, and it, uh, yeah, he must have bought the landlord. Well, he doesn't have anything to do. Uh, He lent. He he, there's a a coffee shop across the road, and he owns that building, and they sort of fitted it all out. It was an old warehouse building, and um, he turned up to the launch and was good company. And but yeah, yeah, I've met him. It's quite nice. If you uh, tell you what. His autobiography, which I'm looking at right now, is uh, a really, really excellent frank, yeah. down I, I, I always thought he was a very entertaining character. I, always, I yeah, it's thought that, he, was, I, he did I, a great. Him a couple of is times that, that uh, is that book next to Sasha porno on your shelf then? No, the <laughs> yeah, pornographic shelf. Are hidden un- they're hidden under my bed. Oh, on. of course, yeah, naturally. Yeah, right. I go said on. somebody the other day. I went. To, I was talking to a mate of mine, she's going, I've got these porn DVDs that I bought like about 10 years ago in Amsterdam under my bed. And she went, DVDs, granddad, what's going on? And I'm like, yeah, you are right. She said, why have you got them? I said, reference. You can tell this is the last show of the series, can't you? Yeah. yeah. Well, out the bar so anyway, so Family Fortunes. Yeah. So you understand it. So what they, yeah, what they do is they ask 100 people to name something and then they give you the top whatever answers and then you've got to guess what they are right so, yeah, so yeah. this is from 1998 so I should have got this wrong because I, I, I said I thought I'd said 1990 <laughs> and what I'd said is 1990s plural rather than singular so this was about 1998 who are okay so the question is we asked 100 people to name a sexy footballer there were six top answers who were they Matthew come on Clavaginella. Oh, that's a good Ooh, one. Number two. number two. Yeah. So there's another answer above that. David Beckham. Ding, 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 oh, ding, there ding. you go. There's the top answer. David Beckham, yeah. Oh, there you go. I don't need to get... That's it. I win the top prize, don't I? I don't no, you don't. You've got to get them all. You've got to get the full board. The yeah. No, the, the other team can only steal if they get the one above you, don't they? No, you've got to get yeah, the full so, board. All right, well, let's just pretend you're, you've stalled now. You've got the top two. David Beckham, then uh, David Beckham. Beckham. Uh, David yeah, uh, I think there's one you won't get. I'm trying to think who possibly Terry. Terry Henry, or was he not around? Then? No, not yeah, no, that. That would be. Uh, uh, 
Yeah, that would be. That's right. I've got a buzzer that does that. There you go. (laughs) (laughs) Someone became prepared. You've really uh, put me on the spot here. There's Uh, two Manchester United players there, apart from Beckham. So there's three. Oh, Ryan Giggs. Ryan Giggs. Ryan Giggs, number three. Right. So I've got three. I've got three out of six. Yeah. Uh, You've got got the the top three. David Beckham one, Ginola two, Ryan Giggs three. There's three more. Hang along at home. Sorry? I said play along at home if, if, oh, anyone, yeah. if people are listening. Anyone's actually yeah. listens to our drivel. <laughs> uh, well, I, I'd be, uh, I assume Les would be putting me under pressure here for an answer. Would, yeah. Well, you need an answer, otherwise... Don't, don't be... you have to confer with the family? In the, no, the no, that's only steal. when you steal. Yeah. Uh, oh, you wouldn't have um, me, Matthew. Uh, Les Ferdinand. <laughs> You've got one more guest. Uh, got one more guest. 1998 sexy footballers. I'm trying to think who was around at the time. Oh, hang on a minute. Jamie Redknapp. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> Jamie Redknapp, yes. number five, man. Two more. Well done. So you've got two, two more. more. Oh. One of them's a United player. Yeah. yeah, hang on. I thought you said I got the two United players. No, I said it was three United players. Oh, okay. two, right. Right. Yeah, three overall. Cantona? Oh, he's, Cantona, he's killing it. Yeah. He's killing You'll it. never get the last one, mate. You'll never get it. I don't well, even want to give him a clue because no, it's so. No, come on, put everyone out of their misery. Oh, don't you give up? Well, give me the club. At least give me the club. And yeah. then, if I give you the club, you'll know it is. Yeah, it's true. It's obviously not Luton. Uh... Yeah, Mick Harford. Yeah. <laughs> 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 um, Georgie Kinkladzi. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Janini. Oh no, it must have been Janino, surely. It's no. Alan Shearer. Ah, oh, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Beckham, Ginola, Giggs, Shearer, Redknapp, and Canton. Uh, are the, are the six. Um, and I should put it up on the on the feed, so it's all entirely true. Yeah. But, I'll yeah, retweet it for those who haven't seen. I'll retweet it right this second. So, live retweeting. There you go. Wow. I retweeted it. Thanks, Ash. <laughs> yeah. There we That's go. Lovely. I'll retweet it as well. Have you got a second quiz or are we going to save that to later on? We'll save that to later on. Right. Okay. Well, let's just briefly talk about the two things that happened that we haven't talked about and they're not even this week. I just wanted to touch on them very, very quickly. Um, the first one was on the 11th of February 1998 because we didn't do a show last week because, yes, as I keep harping on about, no internet builders, blah, 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 boring. Um, but how, do build, how do builders knock out your internet? Did they go through a cable? Yeah, or basically. I've so I've had a garage. So you're going to make me good bore people now. I've had a garage conversion where the new doorway is to go from. Ooh, how sexy! What so? What's going on in your garage then? Is uh, that going to be like a man cave? Well, no. It's, it's bore. It's a boring utility room and downstairs toilet. And where mm. the, where the new doorway is was where the internet cable was, and they just went, "Oh, we'll just move this, mate." And yet, I had no internet. And then they did it again yesterday as well. Is it very much like changing rooms? Is it like is the man like Handy Andy, or perhaps Craig, who won the first series of Big Brother? A bit more like Craig Phillips, yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had and, more... and thousands of people were disappointed. Yeah. Have you ever met Craig Phillips, Matthew? <laughs> I haven't. Fun, fun, funnily enough, I haven't. No, driven his car. I have. <laughs> you barely even let me answer the question before. No, you. well, tell me the thing. I oh, thought you had a story. Me? No, no, I've never met. No, I've never met. You clearly have, though. You have, I assume. Oh, yeah, it was in a nightclub. I I can't say any more than that, really. (laughs) I wouldn't even reckon. How did you even reckon? Or was it the height of his 15 minutes? It was when he was doing Boss Selector. Oh, 
Okay. And um, was it a public? Was it a public appearance, or well, was he actually just no, in the nightclub? It was. It was in the cream. 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 In the cream. Oh, it's actually in cream, isn't it? It was oh, yeah. in cream. And just uh, merely three hundred yards from where I'm talking to yes, you from. Yes, and um, it was in cream and. I, I, I don't really want to say any more than that, but read between the lines. Okay. Well, yeah. okay. Be, be, care, be careful. <laughs> we're okay, we're not slandering. No, that's Craig it. Phillips. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. Anyway. Otherwise, that, that internet cable might just suddenly be cut. Yeah, so, yeah, so, be pulled so out. The guy, your, so, your builders are rather more like, you know, and I know Tommy Walsh is a gardener, but is it more, more like Tommy Walsh? Uh, I've got so many of them uh, because there's just too many. I've got an electrician, a plumber, a carpenter. Do you, do you feel a little bit inadequate around oh, them? Oh, 100%. Like, <laughs> it's like yes i yeah I, here's a cup of tea while you just create this new room in my house that i could barely i can barely put a picture on a wall so yeah i can yeah. i can feel completely yeah, I'll, go, I'll go upstairs and write poetry while you yes i'll go and write i'll go and write about kids football and wwe while you you go and build this you know different wing of my house it's um wing yeah but <laughs> they're wing. Yeah. wing i was being facetious but uh, what i will ask you ash is do you have a gardener no, I've got quite well, a... Well, somebody, uh, quite somebody here has a gardener, and it's not me, and it's not you. I haven't got a bloody gardener. <laughs> well. We've got a communal gardener. I've, I've, well. I've, actually, I've got an 80s football link with gardening, though. Go on, then. Why not? I don't know. You you might know this player. I don't think you will, Ash. But um, my dad was um, the gardener for Billy Ashcroft. Are you familiar with Billy Ashcroft? I know the name. I know the name, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Billy Ashcroft, former Wrexham, former Middlesbrough. I think he went at 20 cool. on Shond or something after after the Borough. But he lived on Cricket Lane um, in Middlesbrough, and my dad was his gardener. And Billy Ashcroft bought me my first bike. It was a rally boxer. So there you go. So that's my gardening football link. Mm. Also played for FC Twente. There you go. I think he did, yeah. Mm. I've just seen that on his wiki. Yeah, just seen that on his wiki. Anyway, what was I saying? Oh, yeah, 11th of February. We're talking about another wing on your house? No, there's not a wing. It's definitely not. It's just a a garage conversion before the bathroom and kitchen gets done. Anyway, more importantly, what people actually try and listen to us for, maybe, 90s football, 11th of February, 1998, England nil, Chile 2. Remembered for two main things, probably. Um, The debut of Mr. Michael Owen, which we'll talk about in just a second. Um, but it's also the night that Marcelo Salas absolutely tore a new one uh, out of England. Coming to you, Matthew, I mean, we, he's probably a name we've not ever mentioned on this show, but what a bloody player Marcelo Salas was. He was, and what a goal he scored. What that, a goal, that yeah. as well. I mean, uh, I'd, I'd forgotten about it, and then obviously the, um, someone must have uh, sort of tweeted, a, it was probably our friend... Uh, it could have been us. Said it, well, it could have been us. Oh, yeah, I think it, <laughs> it, it, well, it, it was us, yeah. Yeah, well, I saw it, somebody tweet about it anyway, and um, I saw the goal, and I, as soon as I saw the, the first the seconds of the clip, I thought, oh, yeah, I've forgotten about this goal, and I just knew exactly what was coming, because it was a real Mar- take-your-breath-away moment, wasn't it? Marcelo yeah. Chalice was one of those that Manchester United were Always forever in for, yeah. Yeah. And, and then it was like, it, he was sort of the poster boy for United won't spend money wasn't he, for a long time. That's how I seem to remember him, is he had that great game against us at Wembley in this friendly, and he scored the two goals, and then uh, he was forever, forever, forever linked. But he never really hit the heights, did he? United, United, we, well, I wouldn't say mean, but they were very careful in, in, for a lot of the 80s and 90s. Now, they were linked with a lot of players that they never actually signed. You know, I mean, you know, Charlie Nicholas, Paul Gascoigne. You know, whenever there was a sort of a big name on the market United always linked to them and they I think they were always reluctant to sort of really go for the big 
blase signings. I know they did buy obviously expensive players, Robson, Gary Pallister, and what have you. But they didn't ever. They never sort of panic. They didn't do the panic buy like a lot of teams did, or like they've sort of gone on to do now. Um, so I think they just were a little bit. Uh, I suppose Martin Edwards would have been the chairman then, I assume. If he hadn't. Yeah, so um, I think he was just a little bit more careful with the... Martin Edwards, who takes all the credit for everything that happened at Manchester United since the air crash. Well, it, well his father. Louis well, Edwards in that took video. Over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> very yeah. back to the untold story there. Yeah. Um, but no, I think I think a lot, of United, a lot of players were linked to United. I suppose back then you just have to throw a name in and say that United were linked to them and it would bolster their value. But I think United were always a bit more careful when it came to... Um, just buying players because they were big and or scored a goal against England because um, you know otherwise they'd end up buying everybody. But um, they were linked with Baxter as well a lot, weren't they? Yeah, always, always, yeah, they always to buy him. To, yeah, they didn't like now. They seem to go for it, don't they? You know, like uh, Alexis Sanchez and those um, Di Maria, and yeah, they've Pogba, gone. They've yeah. turned into that club now where they feel like they've got to buy these marquee players, but they didn't really. <laughs> do that as much I mean I know you could shoot that argument down and say oh they did buy big names but yeah, they t- they tended to yeah, take the they time were buying, they were buying sort of Gary Pallister from Middlesbrough and, not, and Roy Keane from Nottingham well, Forest not yeah, they, wasn't it it was they, the you know the Dwight Yorks and the you know Andy Coles well they, well they bought players that I mean Cole was slightly different Cole was a bit of a sort of a marquee signing but before that they tended to buy players they needed you know they needed a centre back so they sort of went and got the best one if they needed a, a midfielder you know they they'd sort of court players and then sign them but I don't think they really just did this whole sort of oh you know he's on the market we've got to buy him yeah. um, probably because I don't because I think the Ed, Martin Edwards was a bit tight but um, <laughs> you know or careful but um, you know now well I think he would have turned the club into that kind of well he wouldn't have done because he didn't have the money but I think he wanted to turn because I remember when Knighton came along and I was at that game against Arsenal when he came out and was juggling the ball and everyone was really excited because I think we thought at the time of oh, Edwards was a little bit boring and a little bit tight, and you know we wanted someone to come in and be and go out and slash the cash. And because that day that he came out against Arsenal and did the ball juggling, Neil Webb and Mike Phelan were making their debut, and that was the sort of level of signings that United were making. I mean, admittedly, Neil Webb was a good top midfielder at the time; he didn't really work out at United. But I think everyone was thinking he might, you know, Knight might sort of loosen the club up a bit and start going out and buying, buying top. European players, but um, obviously didn't because he didn't have any money. But um, yeah, we didn't know that at the time. But uh, yeah, what were we talking about? Marcelo Salas. Oh yeah, Salas. Marcelo Salas. <laughs> yeah. Salas. 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 Not Marcelo Salas. Sorry. Somebody. I mean, he's most well known to playing for Lazio, isn't he? He never really uh, hit the heights of Juventus later on in the the two thousands. But at this time, he was at Lazio. Um, second highest top scorer for Chile. Obviously played with um, Zamorano. That two, that front two. Um, big bowl. What have... do we always remember about Ivan Zamorano? Eight plus one. Eight, one plus eight. One plus it? eight, yeah. Be there. Somebody one. was complaining about it. Oh, my friend Scott, flying underscore inside, who was written Galactic Keegan, which uh, of was course, just yeah, about yeah. published. Um, he was complaining about Clinton Morrison doing the same thing at Palace the other day. Did Clinton <laughs> Morrison was... do it as well? Yeah, 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 yeah. Not the same league, really, is it? Not really, no. to Wagner Zamorano. Yeah, no, not, not at all. Um, yes, uh, and he played in the 1998 World Cup for uh, Chile as well, which I think at, at that era as well, Chile weren't the Chile we know now. We're kind of used to Chile being in the tournaments, but I think 1998 was their first time for quite a while, so it made this win as well, this game against England, 
sit up and take notice of, of a nation we didn't expect to probably lose to. Because England didn't lose that often at Wembley at that point either, really. It was very rare that you saw England lose at uh, Wembley. Yeah, um, but we didn't play the amount of games that we true. played now. Very, very true. Um, so yeah, he, he was on the opposing side, but on the England team that night was the boy wonder, the original boy wonder. Just uh, at 18 years old, he was the youngest... Young Michael. Young Michael, the youngest England player young that's Michael. of the century to, to earn his uh, first cap. Um, what I always think about Michael Owen, and you might be able to answer this, Matthew, living in that part of the world, he's never really regarded as a a Liverpool favourite and more of an England favourite is that still is that the case that you'd think living in that that part of the world yeah it's funny you should say that I was in a hostelry a couple of hours ago and they were showing uh, reruns of great great you know 100 Premier League goals and what have you and it had a few Owen goals came out and I said to a, a couple of mates of mine who were Liverpool fans yeah how deadly Owen was as a striker because he was when he first mm. When he first came on the scene, he, you know, he just got into a position where you knew every time he was going to score. And um, in fairness, he did that pretty much everywhere he played. But I, I said this the other week about Keegan. I think Liverpool fans are very loyal to people that are loyal to them. And I think players that sort of play for Liverpool and then sort of use it to their advantage and then go to a so-called bigger club, if, if you dare say that there's a bigger club than Liverpool, um, you know, I think people a little bit feel a little bit snubbed by that. And I think that's how some Liverpool fans might feel about Owen as particularly the fact that he went to um, United right at the end of his career but I think I think there were people that felt that maybe he shouldn't have gone to Madrid and stayed at because I mean you've got to think when he was at Liverpool in the mid late late 90s they were a pretty decent team as we've discussed before you know he had you know the likes of Fowler was there Owen and, and had the nucleus of a pretty decent team and if he had stuck around and a few a few others had stuck around they could have gone on to uh, to greater things. I mean, they won that sort of Mickey Mouse. <clears throat> I mean, that cup treble in the, uh, what was it, 2001? 2001, um, when Michael Owen was Ballon yeah. d'Or winner as well. Yeah, so, I mean, yeah. He, he that's was a pretty, incredible, really, that, is, that, that isn't incredible. thinking about. Well, if they did that now, I mean, you think, you know, you think the, the, the hoo-ha that comes up, I mean, particularly around Liverpool, but most teams now, you know, if a team won three cups in a year, that would be a real big achievement, but it didn't see, it doesn't, I don't remember it being such a huge deal at the time, really. I mean, obviously, I know United had done the... the but it wasn't the league. Yeah, well, that's probably what harms it, is the fact that United had won. Yeah, yeah but I mean, there's not many clubs Not many clubs do do that, the treble. I mean, it's only happened once in this country, I think, by Munich. Did it, didn't they? Well, they were, you know, by Munich were going for it. Inter Milan did it as well. I mean, Inter Milan did it under Mourinho. Yeah, but um, in terms of... But even a cup treble, you know, I think that's a pretty... I'd say if that was... Um, say Chelsea or somebody like that won the FA Cup, the League Cup, and a European trophy in a season. I think that would be a pretty big deal, but it just seems to, and you know, say so I think it was. It, I think Liverpool were pretty underrated for. Again, you're probably sort of overshadowed by the likes of United and Arsenal, who were fighting out for the league a lot. But I think I always thought they were there or thereabouts. So maybe if Owen had stuck around and. Um, you know, seen seen out a few more years, maybe they would have won more. But I, as a player in in that early phase of his career, I thought they, were, I thought he was a fantastic striker because he just, I mean, he was so quick, wasn't he? And, he? and then as soon as he got through on goal, you pretty much knew he was he was going to find the net. So um, I make no bones. I think I've said it a million times in this podcast. I absolutely loved Michael Owen, especially at that point when he first broke through. I thought he thought he was amazing. Um, Joe, I was going to ask you, do you think? Of all young players that broke through in in the nineties, is is Michael Owen possibly the best young player of that era? 
in, in terms of excitement, I think probably yes. Um, I mean, you'd have to. Sorry to jump, but but he's up against the likes of Skulls and Beckham, Beckham and Giggs. Giggs was the one that well, was a bit early. Me. I mean, yeah, I mean, I think Scholes is probably one of the greatest young players. I don't, don't you think? Yeah, I'm. That's why I put the question out there. Was it, I thought earlier to, for what Michael Owen achieved quite quickly. I mean, it's, we're also talking. This is '98, and so. I think that Michael Owen was the one who was seen as having the most promise. Yeah, but he yeah. was always going to be. You know, as soon as somebody gave him a bad knock and he picked up a few knocks and a few injuries, he was never going to be able to sustain that speed and that intensity that he had in his game. And fair play to him, he changed it as he went along, uh, which I think you've got to if you start off like that and then you change the game. Um, but yeah, he was the one that was the most exciting, I think. Whether he was the best, I mean, that's completely open to debate. Yeah. But he was the one that seemed the most exciting because we like that burst the speed we like that eye oh, I, love goal. I love the speed yeah do you, do you yeah. remember the, the hype around him as well before he really started it was a regular start of Liverpool I remember talking to people about it obviously watch reserve games and everyone was like oh you've got this kid Michael Owen and he's scoring goals and fighting. it happens he's so often where we get it wrong yeah where, you know, for every Michael Owen there's 15 Danny Karamatteries Oh, yeah, good reference. Yeah, that was good. Did I pronounce his name right? I never do. We did the rivalry episode with a few weeks ago, and we mentioned his name, and I don't. I think I said it three different ways. So yeah, I don't know what it's actually completely like me with Buzz Galley Tim. Oh yeah, yeah, Buzzalio, yeah. But yeah, no, Michael, it's it's something that I you know I was I wanted to throw out to you, but he just he hit the scene. So the two things I always remember of this era is obviously aside from the goal in St Etienne, is the hat-trick he scored the first day of the season after that World Cup against Newcastle where he rubbed his hands just to prove the point um, yeah. of how bloody brilliant he was. Well, it was the thing that he was going to be, he was going to be this one season wonder even though he'd sort of only come in sort of bits and bobs at the beginning of that season and then he'd come in and hit hat-trick and it's just like, and that's the pressure off straight away, which, yeah. you know, they always say that with a big money signing or somebody who's meant to be coming in or the... You know, we saw we've seen a little bit of it with Salah this year. I think it, you know, whereas last year he smashed everybody to bits, and then this year he's come back in after a slightly slow start, but still insanely good. Yeah, he's done the same thing. So it sort of shuts up the critics straight away when you do something like that. We had it with Ravinelli. You know, he hit that trick in his first game, and, and and that was it. You know, once you, once you can do that, if you've got either a big price tag or a load of hype behind you, it, the sooner you can shut people up, the better. Would you say he did live up to his? His potential. Ooh, he peaked way I too early, didn't so. he? I don't think so. But you also don't play for Liverpool, Manchester United, and Real Madrid by accident. Yeah, and win the Ballon d'Or as I well. Think yeah, he, well, yeah, the, that's amazing. And he, he must have won everything. Bar the he, won everything. he won the oh, Premier League. Oh, he won no, the league. Yeah, United, yeah, it was a bit of a Man United. Yeah, it was a bit of a tap in, wasn't it? But yeah, it yeah, was like he, won, got, yeah. he just got his ten appearances or something in like 2011 or something before he went to Stoke or whatever it was. If he'd asked but, me um, in 2001, if, sorry, 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 Joe Root just got his hundred for England. They're going to win. Oh, I don't care about cricket. If he'd asked me in 2001 if I thought that Michael O would break the England goal scoring record, I'd have said yes, hands down. I was absolutely yes, yeah, yeah. convinced that he'd beat Bobby Chowan's record. Um, and I, I, I don't know if he under. I mean, here's a question for you. Go on. Who's better, Wayne Rooney or Michael Owen? For me, Michael Owen, all day long. For me, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think mm. I would go with Rooney. 
I'd go with Rooney over over for what he achieved over his career. Rooney, yeah. I mean, I think if 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 Owen had continued at like he was, you know, in the late nineties, yeah. early two thousand, and continued at that pace and stayed at Liverpool or a club and for for ten years and and won leagues and and European cups. I mean, you got to that that says it all, really. If you what Rooney won in his career. I oh, think I'm not. I'm not. Yeah, I'm not playing down what Rooney won. But then I suppose if you're playing, if you're going like, you soon to have. If you could have one or another, I would have. Mike, I would have 1999 Michael Owen. But that's my preference of a style of player. I like that change of that burst mm-hmm. of pace that would absolutely fry in the pants of defenders. There's a hat trick he scored literally days after this game against Sheffield Wednesday, which I posted on Twitter last week, and you just see him like the the ball t- like goes near him. You know it's going to be a goal. And and I yeah. and I just loved that about him. I thought going back to what you said about him at Liverpool, Matthew. I think Benitez slightly forced him out. I think he forced his hand a little bit there. And who and who was he to turn down Real Madrid? And he was underappreciated at Real Madrid. He had a great goal scoring record there. Scored in El Clasico. Uh, yeah. If it weren't, I think injuries would put Rooney above him in terms of career longevity and being at top of his game longer. But for that. If you give me a 1999-ish Michael Owen, I would take him all day over any way. Really. Well, there you go. There's your Twitter um, poll. There's the Twitter poll, yeah. Who would you rather have? But you have to pick a peak year of Rooney, and I suppose yeah. you would know that, Michael. Well, well, I mean, I suppose 2005, when he first... Um, well, there yeah. was the year he was Four or five. Player, what year was he PFA Player of the Year where he scored all those headed goals? Was that 2000 and, I want to say, 13? Maybe. Yeah, I think he may have may have gone a little like, beyond his peak by then. Yeah. I think Rooney's absolutely a wonderful player, but my only criticism towards him is is that if you look at him and Ronaldo were in the same team and look how Ronaldo kicked on. But is that Rooney, un- is that an unfair it, comparison? Because Ronaldo's a freak. Yeah, but they were still on the same level at United. I think. Mm. I mean, Matthew, you'll know more than me. Yeah, I just think it just so that was just Rooney's style, though, and he was he was a hot hot headed sort of tempestuous player and you can't always control those sort of players and make them as consistent as someone like Ronaldo or, or you know Beckham even you know I mean it's sometimes the, the whole beauty of a player like that is the fact that they one week they'll crack one in from 30 yards the other week they'll get sent off or kick somebody <laughs> or you know that, that it's that kind of beauty in the beast type player isn't it and um, mm. I think that was the beauty of Rooney especially that raw young Rooney in the sort of yeah, mid to late two thousands. You know, um, he obviously still was doing well. You know, I saw earlier on as well that brilliant overhead kick against City. That, Shinned you know, it. Mm. Well, it yeah, didn't matter, did it? Still flew in the top corner. But I just think, <laughs> you know, that. Yeah, but that sort of raw Rooney when he first signed for United and he got that hat trick on his debut and you know he was pretty unstoppable at the time. And um, yeah, I, I suppose you'd have to say. Michael Owen, 99, or Rooney, circa 2005, Four, five, six. Yeah, well, yeah, yeah. was when he scored that hat-trick against Fenerbahce. The same night Jamie Curitan scored a hat-trick for QPR against Coventry, I have you know. Oh, well, well, you know, we, know, we all know which one adds up. He scored more. a goal like Van Basten as well. I was yeah, there. forget that poll. Let's do another poll. Which hat-trick yeah. was the best? Jamie definitely, Curitan definitely or, Jamie Curitan. Uh, oh, Curitan. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, there, there was one goal that was fucking worldy, I tell you. Um, <laughs> oh, that's Bob from us. Yeah, it, was, Come yeah. on. It, was, it was Van Basten esque, if I if I would give Jamie yeah. Curran that kind of credit. Um, yeah, final point. Ash, have we ever put on? Um, you know, is it Rooney when he's about twelve or something taking penalties on Monday Night Football? Uh, probably at some point. But yeah, I can, I will dig it out again and put it on there because that, sure. that is really sort of good fun to watch. Yeah. Where it's just the camera at the, at the back of the stand at Goodison Park. 
and you can see, and I, I, I want to say it's David Seaman, but I, I'm and nowhere near. Sure. There's that famous off. clip of Michael Owen as well when he's doing a skills video against like a ten-year-old kid, and he proper celebrates mm. and, and Neville Southall, I think he is, goes like, "Well done, he's ten or something like that." Yeah. which is a, a classic clip. And someone reminded me actually this week of a, of a Michael Owen TV show. I don't. Know, this is very niche because yes, this is ringing a bell already. It was like a kids' TV show where Michael Owen was a poster on the wall, and then he used to come to life. Come to life and, and give him advice. He was called yeah. Hero to Zero or Zero to Hero. I can't remember which way it was around. Um, but yeah, I, I completely forgot about that TV show. It was 2000, so it's not quite keeping it now in the 90s. But um, yeah, that reminded me. It showed you England have just won the cricket, by the way. I know that Matthew will want to know that. Well, well done. Yeah, well thank done, you, Ed, yeah. yeah, thank you. Yeah, I did, it was on the cards. I I'm, going to, I'm going to see a cricket game in the summer. I've been. Are you? Where are you going? Um, Kent v Sussex. Why don't you come on my birthday? Well, the 8th of August. My birthday is the 6th of August. But we're going to go and watch Middlesex versus Surrey at Lords again. So if you want to come, two years, and anybody else wants to come, they're always good fun, those big bash. Those are good games. Those Is it that the, the Friday night game? Thursday night. Thursday night, on. yeah. yeah, yeah. Really no, I've been fun. to a few of those. Go and drink a lot. and Yeah, it's good. Uh, yeah. just, just a tie bow on this match as well. It was Dion Dublin's England debut as well. Let's give him a shout, Dion. He was always a, a Did I tell you my story that um, I was sat yes. with my ex-girlfriend at one point and she turned around and said, why is him off arms with the hammer on the foot? I'm yeah. surprised Dion Dublin's not permanently in your house, Joe. Uh, <laughs> Ash, yeah, the amount of work renovation work you No, he, what he did was he came round beforehand. Before, <laughs> yeah. before, he's going he's to come back in six months. <laughs> he's going to come back, yeah. As long, long as it's him and not um, what's his face, the one that was on I'm a Celebrity. Martin, Martin Roberts. That's his name, yeah. Um, and just quickly, the team that night was Nigel Martin, Gary Neville, Sol Campbell, David Batty, Tony Adams, Philip Neville, Rob Lee, Nicky Butt, Dion Dublin, Teddy Sheringham, Michael Owen, three up front there, England going crazy. Lasso Shearer and Ince came off the bench and an unused substitute that night, Shaka Hislop. Oh, mm. Neil Hislop, yeah. Oh, what is great is that Michael Owen got man of the match that night. He did. And he still has the champagne. Did you see that clip as well? <laughs> I watched that day, yeah, from FA TV. Yeah. 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 Should we do my, my little middle quiz now? Do, because we're do going to you... talk about the song to the end. Yeah, go on. Because, um, all right, we're going to play a little game called, and Ash will probably know these, and I'm sure we did it at some point on the podcast, probably. but One Cap... England wonders of right. the 1990s. Oh, there okay. are eight of them. Eight? Oh my now, word. Maybe see we should if you wait, can name any of maybe them. Maybe we should actually do a show on this. Quiz. Maybe we should just do a show on this. On One Cat Wonders? Yeah. If there's oh. eight of them. There's eight of them. That's quite, yeah. a, that's a quite a lot of players to talk about. Maybe we should say this. I think you would probably get two of them. Oh, God. Maybe three at guesses. Okay. Uh, Beyond that, I mean, we can we can do it now and then do a show about it. That's fine. Oh God, you put me. Want to play the game? Let's play the game. Trying to, I'm trying to, is Andy Gray one of them? Andy Gray is one of oh. them. Ash. Well done. Ding. Is, is Lee Sharp one of them? What did he get? More? No, but you need with a Lee. You need another Lee. Lee, not Lee Dixon. No, 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 no. He's not, no, no. We were talking about. Yeah, that was the Howard Wilkins. Not Lee Chapman. No. A little bit later in the decade, he occasionally turns up oh. as a pundit on championship shows right now. The Philip, they, he used Lee to play Henry. Yeah. Yeah. Lee Henry. Yeah. Henry is one. So you've got he always, wears, always wears very tight suits. 
Um, and he is John. He's some relation to John Henry, the former Middlesbrough winger stroke slash striker. Yeah, I so. I know one because um, he played in my favourite England kit of all time against Spain in nineteen ninety two. Yeah. David White. David White. Yes. David White is one. Um, yeah. You've got another David. Unsworth. Hurst. Yeah. Unsworth no? is one. Yeah, because he played in the uh, Unbroken. You have. You have one, two, three, four. I would definitely expect you to get at least one more of these without me having to give you clues. Neil Ruddock. Neil Ruddock. That, yeah, you, are you Googling? No, 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 yeah, no. That was too quick. No, I, That I'm, was too quick, wasn't I'm it? I'm thinking of Terry Venables, England, David Unsworth, and then I went on to defence so you have England. three more. Now, mm. I think two of them you'll go, Ugh. and one of them probably is a bit confusing. Seth, Do you want clues Seth, Seth to get Johnson them Seth Johnson was 2000, wasn't he? Seth Johnson. Who was, sorry? Seth Johnson. Seth Johnson, yeah. Do you know the Seth Johnson story about him going in to renegotiate his contract? At Leeds United, which is amazing. This is this is sort of common knowledge all over the place. But um, Seth Johnson, oh, his, his agent, yeah, went into Ridsdale, big Ridsdale at Leeds at the height of let's give away all the money. So the the agent was going, oh Seth, you know twenty twenty five should be good here, twenty five thousand a week. That should be great. You know we'll be all right. And the walk in at Ridsdale, first line he says is. Seth, we can't possibly offer you any less than £60,000 a week. They could get out there quick enough. <laughs> <laughs> so you've got, um, okay, so, uh, I mean, this is easy. Leicester winger. Oh, Guppy. Guppy. There you go. Um, is... Coventry Villa. Is that, oh, what's his Mustache. Face? Yeah, Kevin Richardson. That's the one. Because I can see if he played against Greece. Oh, he played for Arsenal as well. He, he won the league with no, Arsenal. No, no, but you'd know him from being that and the other don't yeah. you yeah he played against Greece because they wore that um, burgundy red wine kit I always remember that you don't like that do you I don't mind it I don't mind it no it did wear it very and then uh, probably this guy probably got capped when he was at Glasgow Rangers Glasgow Rangers that's what I would think yeah also played for Villa oh and had five years at Liverpool winger a winger yeah Mark Waters that's the one. Uh, yeah. So the one cat wonders of the 1990s, ladies and gentlemen. Mark Walters, Andy Gray, David White, Kevin Richardson, Neil Ruddick, David Unsworth, Lee Hendry and Steve Guppy. Oh, and let's, yeah, let's do a thing about that. We'll it do, might be a bit tricky, but we can do it. No, we can talk about that. We'll do it next International Week. Um, we'll do that. Yeah. But that means I won't be on the show because I always get dropped for well, uh, no, International we've, Week. We've booked you in. You we've just dropped for the next one. Yeah, I've been dro- I'm rested. rested for that one rested. as well. Yeah, yeah, it's all right, don't yeah, worry. Uh... It's going to be happening about half past nine on Monday morning, and you don't want that. You're yeah. too busy drinking. And that's true, yeah. yeah. I'll just be coming in, I'll just be, I'll just be coming in by then. Like, I can't, I can't well, separate exactly. the, uh, the Borough Friends either, so I, won't, um, I, won't, I wouldn't dare. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, it's going to be middle, and especially if Borough beat QPR, then Ash oh, is going to get absolutely hammered yeah, by yeah, the Borough. Very well timed. Um, okay, we'll quickly talk about this, and then we'll do some songs, I think. Maybe. What, is, what is quite good about this one, Ash, as well, is it's a tale of two Marcellos tonight on AK90s. Marcello, Salas, and who else? Marcello scores the goal in this game that we're oh, going to talk about. right, he does. Sorry, I'm thinking of the actual incident. Um, this mm. was on the 13th of February 1999. I actually spoke to the man in question, go back in the archive, about this uh, moment, and he didn't really want to talk about it. Um, I was going to say, let's be fair, he didn't say much, no, did he? No, he really wanted to, he was really embarrassed by it. But yeah, it was Nwanko Kanu had just been signed uh, by Arsenal that January for a 4.5 million transfer deal um, from Inter Milan. He made his debut in the FA Cup fifth round game against Sheffield United uh, with a score at 1-1 with 10 minutes to go. Alan Kelly kicked the ball out of touch, so treatment could be given to Lee Morris. 
When the ball was thrown back into play by Ray Parler, it was attended for Kelly, but Canu sort of interrupted it. Uh, and then unchallenged, sent the ball for Mark Overmars, and Mark Overmars, who actually gets away scot-free in this whole incident. Exactly, uh, <laughs> I was going to say that. <laughs> Knocks the ball in, makes it 2-1, there's a big hurrah. Uh, Steve Bruce is very, very angry on touch and literally orders his players off the pitch. Um, it's just, what makes me laugh about this in hindsight is that obviously this isn't a rule in the, in the football rule book of you know, the FA. This is just a you know, gentleman conduct, it's a sportsman thing. Joe, was it just very English? I think so, yeah. I, I, I think that's the thing now. And now, if somebody was injured at the top end of the pitch, you wouldn't do it. No. It's a, it's a different kind of... It, it's, a different, it's a different thing now. Um, but yeah, I, I, I'm a really big fan of how Overmars had been playing there for such a long time and still went down scoring the goal. I don't care. Um, yeah, it, it's, it's all about fair playing. I don't think it would particularly fly so much now. I mean, we like it a lot. We like fair play and we like people to do the right thing. And we like we like when Paolo De Canio grabs the ball out the air because somebody's injured and we like that Arsenal play this. But you're not going to like that every week. That's going to drive you mad. It's not cricket, is it? You know what I mean? Whereas cricket would do that. But I I went back and watched this. And one, I, I laughed at how young Steve Bruce was. And I, and then I realised that I must be older now than Steve Bruce was then when he was in charge of Sheffield United. So that how trim Steve Bruce is as well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he looks like he's been on one of those fat naps. You know? Whereas <laughs> then he looks quite slim and quite young. But I, I also have a lot of respect for Steve Bruce, by the way, for not taking the Sheffield Wednesday job before he could go to uh, Antigua or wherever it was to go watch England versus uh, the West Indies, Indies in the Test match. But there you go. Um, in honour of his yeah, dad, Bruce, though, wasn't it? It was something to do with the, the memory of his father or something like that. There was a nice... Well, he'd always promised his dad yeah, he was going to go and do yeah. it. But because he'd been a football player and a manager and blah, 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 he never had a chance to do it. So, yeah. But I loved it. I was watching it going, yeah, good yeah, lad. Yeah, that's what I thought um, too. What is interesting about this that I saw is that the goals and the appearances are scrubbed from the records. But the bookings stayed in. Oh, I did not know that. That's a good fact. That's a bit of that's a bit of a, a funny one that yeah. that went on. And and Bruce said an interesting thing. He went, "Look, we were going to take them. We were only twelve minutes away from taking Arsenal to our place. And I know it's in the FA Cup. And I'm right in saying this, and I'm sure you'll tell me if I'm wrong. But it's everything split fifty fifty in terms of gate receipts. And I'm pretty sure that's still the case. I know it was at some point. I'm not. I'm saying mm. yeah. I don't know that's if that's. But I think probably then it was, and they were like, "Well, we wanted home advantage." And they probably would have had a case to take it up there. But, you know, at the same time, Arsenal could have turned around and said, well, actually, we've been kind enough to do this, you know, after there was... But it's one of them ways. And Arsenal did the right thing. Mm -hmm. I think I don't think think we can complain about that, can we, particularly? You complain about it, Matthew? Is that the right thing, that the the replay was ordered by Mr Wenger? Well, yeah, it it was. I think, wasn't it, David Dean? Yeah, but Vengo obviously backed it as well. Well, whoever yeah. it was, I tell you what, it wouldn't happen now. Can you imagine? I mean, there's the fuss now about replaying a game. I mean, it's bad enough if teams have to play twice in a week. Imagine, you know, having to reschedule <laughs> a game that there would be absolute murder, wouldn't there, for it? It happened 10 days later, I think. So it'd probably been the, yeah. the, re- the weeks of the replays, I think it was the same. They, they, they charged the, um, I think they reduced the ticket price. Yeah, half price. Half price, yeah. Yeah, which is still a long, it's still a lot of, you know. I thought that was quite cool because I was like, well, you know, half price, it's one of them. Plus, you've been part of a bit of football history. Yeah, well, I was you just know, thinking of like, like, remember those those games in the 70s that you hear about where they were playing in the middle of the three day week? They were playing yeah. games on a Tuesday afternoon at half past one because it was the only time and like 60,000 people turned up. 
I, I just kind of like that. Ghost games, you know, that never existed, that um, were obviously scrubbed from the records of one reason or another. Oh, that's good. Where else is there then? Well, there was another. Newcastle played Forest in the FA Cup fifth round in 1974. It's good, isn't he? He's good this one. Yeah, yeah. I felt it. And there was a Newcastle won, but there was a pitch invasion. And. There some players were some forest players were attacked, and um, they went off the pitch for about fifteen minutes, and then the ref brought them back out, and uh, Newcastle turned it round, and and, and then has there been a few sort of non-league things like that where people yeah, like, so basically the forest Barnet or something yeah, basically That's the forest what? team basically the forest team said, hang on a minute, we were attacked out, you know, a couple of players needed medical uh, treatment, and said that we were ordered to go back out and play, and um, and we lost the game, and they scrubbed. They said, "Okay, well, we play the game. That game never happened, and uh, they replayed at Goodison Park. About two, probably back. Newcastle won, and they went on to get to the final, didn't they? and then got beat by Newcastle, uh, Liverpool in the final, and Keegan scored. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, yeah, this is yeah. A situation for me, Matthew. Come on. Uh, I'm just thinking of yeah, and historically, it was one of those games where you know nothing. It just didn't happen. It, it wasn't in the uh, you know whoever scored." Didn't count attendance. You know, it just didn't happen. So there must be. I assume there's. I assume there's other games like that that that's happened. Yeah, there for must one be. Let's have a look into that. Ghost games. Ghost games. Uh, right, we'll put that. To, we'll I mean, that I, I assume there were games where the disaster struck and and. Heis, oh, not Heisel the game. Well, Heisel, Heisel, Heisel did happen. That was the irony of it. Yeah, I mean, oh my God, at the um, Hillsborough, obviously. Well, the first game, the original game of Hills, but no, I mean, the six minutes, and then obviously it was scrubbed, and obviously they replayed at Old Trafford, didn't they, a couple of weeks later, but mm-hmm. um, yeah, I mean, it, it would probably be reasons like that why a game would, would sort of basically be called null and void, but the, yeah, the, the irony with, because with this one, did they actually finish the game, or did they, because pa- Sheffield United walked off, didn't they, but they came back on. They came back on, the game was finished, but I think before the end of the game that Arsene Wenger and David Dean had, had decided between them that. They so did they just? Play. I'm trying to remember. Did they just sort of like kick I it around the between themselves? Really and... late on. I think the goal was really late on, if I remember rightly. He was. Two, no, there's 12 minutes left to go because yeah. Bruce talked about that on the thing I watched. Oh, we did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they. Yeah, I think they just carried on, and then it was decided afterwards. I think there was there was uproar, and then I think they went back into the dressing room, and I think it must have been decided then that whatever happened, yeah. they were going to replay the game. I mean, what they should have. Yeah, done no, because I was watching it. It was ITV coverage, and it was Gabriel Clark who was saying. It was decided before. He might be a good guest if we can get him. Yeah, definitely. Gabriel Clark would be Mr. I mean, he was Mr. Enzo Extra, wasn't he, in the yeah, mid 90s? Yeah, yeah, he'd be really good. Write that down, Ash. I'm writing it down right now. What they should you, be- you were so- yeah, I was going to say you were saying it's a very English thing, but wasn't there a case of while back when something like this happened, and then the other t- they kicked off and the team let the other team? Well, that's what I was about right to say. I, was like, I don't know why the easiest option here should have been that Arsenal should have just let Sheffield United score anyway, and then it just been gone to a replay, which would, yeah, yeah, would yeah. have been a fairer option at the time rather than replay the whole game because obviously they went on. But to... it's because I think it was such a shock because it never happened before. Yeah, I mean, that, no, yeah, now everyone yeah, yeah, a... knows what to do, and in yeah. those situations, you can never. You know, you, now you would do that, whereas before I think that's sort of set the precedent. Well, there's no right precedent has really been set, had it? So, yeah, it probably yeah, was against everyone's. I think there was a Scottish game or something where it happened, or there was something like that, and somebody was allowed to just walk the ball in from kick. Actually, that was that would be a game that was a, a ghost game. Do you remember when Scotland played? Stonehill. 
Estonia, Estonia and they just yeah. kicked well, off. That it, was it, yeah. yeah. When nobody was there. Yeah. Well, there was about 2,000 Scots there. We talked about this on here, or did we not? Did I t- just... Yeah, yeah, I think it was, uh, yeah, it was on this day. Yeah, I think we did it. this week. Yeah, we did it. Yeah. yeah, it's called This Week in the 90s. We've only done 33 of them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Should have done 52. Somehow we missed a fair, fair few weeks. But, um, yeah, so as I said, the game was replayed. Uh, Arsenal 1-2-1. Goals from Mark Overmars and Dennis Bergkamp. Um, and I don't think you know, Canu came on in the 75th minute and kept a quiet life of that game, um, of course. Um, so I, I, I want think... to talk about Canu because I always remember Canu, and we ne- we've never talked about this, and I know this is a bridge, a segue to another bit, but um, stuff we haven't talked about on this week in the 90s. Yeah, well, I haven't got anything for this because I haven't managed to do any research today because I've been in Bath. Um, but I asked you guys. You've been uh, in the bath. Not what? the no in Bath, the town of Bath. You've been in. He's just been in the bath all day. City, isn't it? City, oh, you well, pedantic think... bastard! It's the <laughs> the city of Bath. Um, all been... right, yeah, yeah. Anyway, so is your well, Is there anything that we haven't? I was going to talk. Well, I was going to talk about. Have we talked about when Carnu absolutely destroyed? Middlesbrough Football Club in the end. Isn't that the club? day when you got stuck in the turnstile? No, that, that is the effect. day I've done that. Yeah, yeah. But that. Let's, yeah. let's play it's a game. Let's, let's play a game. What we haven't talked about. Your bag, your fat cunt. Yeah, yeah wonderful. Let's, let's play a game called how how many tenuous links to Joel's three stories can we uh, <laughs> <laughs> can we I've name? Got more than three bloody uh, stories, thanks, pal. Uh, they, oh, all oh, to, they, they all seem to. They all seem to. They all seem to. They all seem to go back to the night you went out on a date with somebody when oh that was when uh, Aspria scored a hat trick for Newcastle. Yes, that was that my date. girlfriend's 18th yeah. birthday. Yes, there yeah. was the there was the you getting stuck in the turnstile. That and then was there against was the... Arsenal when we got beat at home. Yeah, yeah. Is there another one there? That Chesterfield, you always... Chesterfield, Middlesbrough yeah. at Old Trafford. Yeah. Getting getting mugged get in Barcelona. Get, oh yeah, that yeah. wasn't in the nineties. I know. I'm just I'm just thinking yeah. of your your story. Your, and then they always come back to somebody. Somebody oh. man marking somebody out of the game against Leicester. Your conscious car mark. That was it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. All these anecdotes. Yeah. It's not my fault that all the glory in the Manchester United world came in the 1990s, Matthew. That's not my fault that you, you write wonderful columns about basketball. Now. <laughs> we, just, we, have, just... we have also learned that Matthew also wrote a diary all about neighbours and Coronation Street in the 90s. Yeah, as well, that was so. good. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. At least oh, that, yeah, yeah. That's that, that, with that... a girl. In the that 1990s, was, you were there that, writing about, oh, I skinned some kids out of money at <laughs> school. I offered them five to one and they gave me their pocket money or their dinner money. And oh, yeah, I, that's true. Oh, yeah, yeah. And then I went to the bookies and I went to the pub and I was only six. But because I'm six <laughs> foot nine, you know what I mean? That's, and what's that's changed? All these years on, what's changed in my life, really? That's what's changed in you well. The thing is now is you've got friends who come and wake you up in the middle yeah. of the bloody night while they're those watching who, um, your Saturday Don't know what we're That's talking true. about. We we did Matthew's World Cup diaries during the summer and there was a jingle that sounded like this. Oh, here we go. you out, out, now, go on. What have you done? You're coming in here making insinuations about my husband. Again, over his shoulder. Stands staring and shouting as in comes Lineker and scores! England lead by three to two. You betrayed my trust, Carl. You destroyed everything I ever believed in, everything we brought our children up to believe in. You can't, you just cannot walk back in here and expect everything to be the way it was before. Well, cut down.
There you go. Yeah, we've got neighbours things in it. Neighbours thing in it and Coronation Street sing it. There you go. Matthew's World Cup Diaries. Um, yeah, go back in the archive and, and listen to those. Matthew, anything? I mean, we'll, we'll go back to if there's a certain episode we do and something comes up, but is there anything glaring in this, this week in the 90s we've never covered? I don't think there is, surely. No, we nearly missed Cantona, Cantona's Kong, yeah, Kung Fu kick, didn't we? But then we covered that exactly, about, yeah. about three weeks week later. Ago, yeah. And I've definitely spoken about it new, almost as many season, times as Joel's yeah, spoken exactly. about getting stuck in that turnstile. So I don't think there's what, anyone... Twice, really, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and, uh, but no, I don't think there's anything... That's like saying to somebody, what is it that you can't remember? Because obviously I can't remember if we haven't mentioned yeah, anything. I'm sure particularly I'm sure there off is. the top of my head. But as I say, it may come back in, in flashes, it may, came back, it may come back in an episode, but... Stay tuned. I'm really, 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 really looking forward to Monday with Paul because he is going to tell us so many good stories and Matthew isn't going to be there. So it's going to be great, though. He'll tell loads of interesting stories and you'll probably still tell those two stories that you always do. I think you've got to try and shoehorn those in. Matthew, I've led a quiet life. We don't have to like get into it, you know. My life isn't interesting, Hashtag you know. And I'm so insecure. I was an only, I'm an only child. I got any brothers and sisters? Like parents that ignored me. It's not my fault. I feel like I need a Steve Wright music. Like me, yeah. you. That's all I want. I just want you, you and Ash to like me. Ash still owes me ten pounds. Oh, there we go. That's you. Story. Yeah, that, I think that's in there as yeah, with the uh, mentions. <laughs> <laughs> the £10 pound story. you to be my friend. Mm. That's it. I feel like I need to watch that radio show they used to do with that. Do, 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 do. Was it? So you about your tune on, uh, your, on Simon Bates. Yeah, it's him. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. I feel like yeah. I needed that soundtrack on, on, on that. Anyway. Right, so before we do this week's uh, quiz, or sorry, not this week's quiz, this week's uh, What Do You Remember from the 1990s? I'm going to give you next week's homework, right? Well, it won't be next week because there isn't the show next week. But whenever we bloody do one next, Christ alive. I think the power of this being a quiz host has gone to your head. Well, it's quiz, you see. That's where we're best. uh, Next time you're going to have to list off your favourite five quiz shows from the 1990s that aren't on now. You're not allowed to say who wants to be a millionaire because that is on now with Jeremy Clarkson. I'll let you know. Who cares? So, yeah. That's a thing. So your favourite five quiz shows from the 1990s that aren't on now. Take your pick with Des O'Connor. That's definitely up there. There you go. And he met his wife on there. Oh, did he? Which one? Geordie. Okay. Oh, okay. I can't believe you know her name. Okay, yeah, yeah. I can do that. I, I can. Um, I don't know if I could think of five, but I'll try. It's Man O' Man in the 1990s. I'll allow that, yeah. <laughs> Hang on a minute. We're, we're waiting. I thought we are doing this next week. We'll do that next week. You'd, right. Joel, okay, we've got 15 songs to get through, apparently. Oh, for God. <laughs> Between the three of us. So, no, the thing so, is, so, I get the feeling all of your work. five, Joel, will have a, 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 some kind of story behind them. But no, I'm not going to have stories about them. I'll just rattle through them. So what Go I said on. was five songs forgotten from the 90s i don't think my list is particularly forgotten but it's stuff that you might listen to and go oh my god i've not heard that for a while great go on, so go i've gone jx there's nothing i won't do okay yeah great little rave tune. tune yeah uh charlatans one to another Ooh, very good yes yeah um more money more problems <laughs> by Notorious B.I.G. Um, uh, Absolute, absolutely stonewall well, tune. No, it's a tune. It's an absolute tune. Annie Lennox, Ooh. Little Bird, yeah, my favourite song. And also, and there's a football link to this when I'm, we've discussed it before, Sunshine, Dario G. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yeah. 
Oh. You know the football link is there, don't you? It was yeah. t- 98 World Cup, wasn't it? No, there's another one. It was named after Dario Grady. Yeah, that's it. The band named after Dario Grady. Was it used for France 98 as well, though, I believe? Yes, yes, it was, yeah. Used by Coca-Cola. And I also had one of my outside punts was Blue Boy, Remember Me. But, you know, that was not my son. That's the one. Okay. Right. Matthew, you've got yours, or shall I do mine? You do yours because I'm still not really sure. Because he hasn't written anything down. No, I have written them down. I've got, them on, in the morning. I've got them on my phone, but I'm, I don't really know why I picked them. I've just suddenly thought of random 90s songs, so there's not really any rhyme or reason. Well, you, you can know. do what you want. You know, there's, you know, there's no rules, man. Well, no, we found, <laughs> we found that out the other week when you uh, eliminated Luton Town, but you know, I'm not bitter about it or anything. Did Tim? Did Tim? Did Tim tell us that? You were incorrect with Luton. No, I mean, Tim told us the factual evidence, but what he, you know, what we both know is that you weren't very clear in setting the rules. But I think he was quite know, clear I, in this I, one, though. In fairness, so yeah. just so we're just entirely clear, five quiz shows from the nineteen nineties yeah. that aren't on now. I don't mean on now on Challenge TV. That doesn't count. They aren't on now. So that's your next bit of homework. Okay. So let's just be clear about right. That. Okay, yeah. My, yeah. I got. Yeah. I'll, I'll do that next week while I'm sitting out, you know, when I'm on the bench while you're recording the next show. <laughs> on Monday morning. Hey, mate, it's Monday. It's going to be Monday morning with Paul. And anyway, you know, he invited me to uh, match of the day, and I went and had sausage and mash with Trevor Brookin. Where were you? Opening day. Pr- the probably in the bookie. 2001 season. Oh. Probably, oh, in a bookie. Was... probably rinsing your friends at school. Wow. Yeah. What are friends for? <laughs> Right. So I my that's what Dion Warwick and, and everybody sang that song about, wasn't it? That's yeah. what friends are. Right, this for. is your challenge. Shall I do the actual five now? Yeah, please, if you could, yeah. Right. Sorry, we just keep squabbling. I, know. I love him really. Yeah, I've got The Supernaturals, Day Before Yesterday's Ooh. Man. That's a good one. Um, yeah, I'll give you that. That's a great choice. Smile was also good off that album as well. Um, the child... Smile got used by a bank. Uh, it did, yeah, I think it did. Um, Called Smile. M N 8 I've got a little something for you. Oh. Wow, that's it. Oh, that's a bit of R&B. I nearly put in "Stay by Eternal." Life. That's a fantastic tune. Um, it is just the Childliners, "The Gift of Christmas," which is of my... course you did. You're such a doyle. Why would oh. I love that tune? And nobody ever remembers oh, it. Nobody ever it's remembers like it. Big Fun and Sonia. Yeah, and um, ooh, ooh, juice. The gift of Christmas. Juice helps remind us. Ugh, honestly, I was a big fan of Juice on the Bible. Nearly made my list. Juice on the Bible. That's an absolute tune as well. Juice uh, on the what? Juice, juice on the Bible. That no. sounds. That sounds like one of the films that. Starring Sesame Street. No, Deuce. Deuce on the No, Deuce, the band. Deuce. Ashes. And the Partland's wife, ex-wife, yeah. And it was on the Bible. I will swear. Tune. I've got their album. Deuce on the Bible. Yeah. I know it's D U or D E. It's like as in as in tennis. Deuce. Deuce. It's spelled like that. Oh, like having like having I don't know a pair in poker or something. Yeah. So hold on, Ash. Let's that start wasn't in mind. You write this down. No, I, need, I need to talk about it. So we're talking Supernaturals. Day Before Yesterday's Man. Yeah. MNA. There's not, there, I've got a little something for you. MNA. <laughs> then Juice. Oh, that wasn't one of them. That was a sidebar. Oh. <laughs> right, so we got Supernaturals, MNA. Childliners. Childliners. Gift of Christ. Christmas. This is my credible late... late Can I just remind you, some of us have had about two hours sleep. Yeah. Um, TQ Westside. No, no like, yeah, I'll give you that. Yeah, because yeah. I loved TQ going into it. And then what was my last one? Hang on, I had No Mercy as well. Oh no, 
Ollie. Where do I? Where do you go? Oh, which that is nineties, is it? Yeah, ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, it was. But I went. Really? For, yeah, yeah. I went for my dancey one, which is "You Are Not Alone" by Olive. Now I'll tell you about that song. No, we went when we went to the. <laughs> I, told, I told you there'd be an anecdote or three. When we went to the FA Cup, right, final, the, the one that, the yeah. one that you know, um, Roberto Di Matteo scored against us in forty-two seconds. We had two tapes on us, and the radio wouldn't work. We had Olive, "You're Not Alone," and we had "Let's Dance" by the Middlesbrough squad and Bob, Bob Mortimer. Mortimer. And yeah. so we played those songs for like five hours all the way down, and. I knew it was going to be bad by the time we got there because we'd only had those two songs yeah, all the way So I am sorry, Matthew, but there was a story. Mm. No, it no, wasn't no, an no. interesting story. It didn't make anybody laugh, but it was... Uh, that, that's never stopped you before. I was, oh, I was going to put um, England's, England's Irie in there by Black, Black Grape to give it a football Black twist. Grape, yeah. yeah wasn't, that team. was the championship music for a yeah, long time. Yeah. Cut music. the trigger. I felt like this. Right, go on then, Matthew. Go on. What was yours? Well, I don't know why I picked these, but like I say, I was... Didn't have a lot of time last night, but I picked Alison Limerick, Where the Love Lives. Yes, Honestly, I'm not going to fight you anymore. That is a great tune. That is one of the <laughs> greatest <laughs> dance <laughs> Glowworm, Carry Me Home. Oh, okay. oh, you yeah. text, you, now, you did text me about that. Yeah, I mean, yeah. that's a song that had completely gone out of my mind. Yeah. It had mine, but it was a cracking record. London Beat, Thinking About You. Oh, it's <laughs> very dancey. Now, that was that about 91? Yes, because I went uh, Jimmy Helms that sung it. I went to school with his son, Gavin. Oh, so, all right, uh, yeah. So why so was that called London Beat? If they, shouldn't they have been called High Wycombe Beat? Uh, I don't know. Well, he was uh, Jimmy was from American, wasn't he? So I suppose yeah, he was New York. Yeah. So he was. I suppose he was playing on the sort of uh, generic sort of UK. They had three hits, London Beat. They did nine AM. Do you remember that? Yeah. 9am yeah. on a new... This is too early for me. This isn't Inukamosi. Yeah. I can't remember the other one. Anyway, come on then. What's your next one? You've got two I've got Grace. Not over yet. No, yeah, I'll give you that. Although, um, that was a number one record, that. Yeah, well... Well, weren't... Um, i trying to think whether Glowworm... No, Glowworm wasn't. No, Glowworm wasn't, wasn't, wasn't anywhere. Yeah. No, no, no. Um, and then, uh, Rabbit Out of the Hat, and I don't know why, it just suddenly came into my head... I picked Erasure, Chorus. Oh, you're oh, far wow. too incredible. That's good. No, I'll give you that. Well, I, 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 Erasure are one of my favourite bands ever. I, I mean, obviously a lot of their stuff was sort of mid-late 80s, but um, Chorus came out in the summer of 1990, was it? I is think... it on the album that's got Blue Savannah on? Oh, this is getting no. far too musical now. No, it was the album was called Chorus, wasn't it? So no, this was the sort of title track of it. So, yeah, but did it not? Have, no, it didn't have Blue, that Blue Savannah wasn't on. No, but um, no, I, I just like, thought, I, I think the best Erasure song is "I Love to Hate You," yeah. which has oh, that yeah. big um, "I Will Survive" lick in the middle. Yeah. Of it. Oh, they're brilliant! I saw them live a couple of times last year in Manchester and, and in Liverpool. And East. I, I was a bit worried. I thought this could be horrible. You know, they haven't toured for a while, and it could all be a bit horrible. But uh, absolutely brilliant. I mean, he's a, a nice man as well. You'll be yeah. Forward. Yeah, go okay, on, all right, this isn't it. the Erasure podcast, all right? Okay, we've, we've had uh, Why don't we do an Erasure podcast I'd have, talk about... Because I'd have no input whatsoever. Well, okay. <laughs> well, I could barely tell you yeah. a song. I could so what I'm going to do song. is, I'm going to I'm gonna make a little um, a little playlist of this. Why don't we do it every Spotify. episode? Let's, let's add five every episode. Well, what, add, what, like, what, two each and one? Or, or we're going to need three each? Because I could yeah, do three. Three each is good. And then Can I just say... I, I, any feedback on my selection next? I was playing them down a bit there, and I was worried I was going to get slaughtered. But no, I mean, I a couple of those. Oh, that's all right. Yeah. yeah. 
Okay. You'd have said like M people. Ugh. I might have been upset. Breakfast no, at Tiffany's. No. Mate, no. yeah. Oh god, yeah. Or um, to tune. What are you about? Deeply something. No, no, no. <laughs> but the fact that Matthew opened with Alison Limerick, where love lives, I was just. Oh, like, that's really, that is a absolute. That's a real Kiss FM staple. That is, yeah, back that. when Kiss FM was a pirate. Yeah. Or it becomes something by then. I, I can never. Well, the, the 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 beauty of that record is it, came, it was released about six times throughout the decade. It, it yeah, came yeah. Out in it then out, it came yeah. out again ninety two. It's then like it we our family gets released yeah. about every four years. So it, that's it, probably it, the the most nineties record you'll you ever know get. What is interesting in 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 the um, it's the era of Britpop, and I've put a Charlton's record in, and Ash has put in the Supernaturals. And that's it. We've well, got any like, the most of being dancing. Because I could have done. Yeah, cast. I, I could think, have done. I think cast. you, you I hinted cast. at. Yeah, you hinted at this being sort of slightly almost one-hit wonders. Almost. I mean, I didn't, yeah, but I didn't, I didn't put say Sleeper that, but... in, which I thought about. Oh, yeah. yeah. Well, I could have. Or oh, Shed Seven. I wrote down as well. I was a big yeah. cast fan and Cooler Shaker, so I could have definitely chose one of those. So let's say let's just bring two '90s songs to the thing every week and I'll set up a playlist and people Soundtrack, can send us in yeah. stuff that they might know and we'll call it the AK-97. So how are you, how are you going to do this playlist? Are you on just Spotify. Gonna... On Spotify. Oh yeah, I get it. Yeah, and we can yeah. share it on the Twitter not, and yeah, I'm not actually on Spotify yeah. but I'll join it just for this, you know. No, I'll do it. You know, well, I'll yeah. do it. Enjoy That'll it. give you something to do while you're waiting for the gardener to finish. You know? <laughs> gardener isn't there. He, t- he told me off. He keeps telling me off because of the cat. Yeah, I'll down that, Archie. Um, well, that was this week of the 90s. So thank you very much for listening to all 33 episodes. We're not going anywhere. We're just changing themes. Um, and as I say, keep a breath of the Twitter feed to see what they will be. We're kicking off uh, with a match of the day one next week. We will do the film episode, I promise. The players episodes we'll do. We've got rivalries going on. Um, and even we're talking about just doing what we do every week and just 90s natter, just talking about 90s football, whatever the theme. So keep on at Twitter, at AK90s, and on Instagram, at AK90s. Pod. Uh, Matthew, where can people find you on the Twitter though? They can find me at Matthew J. Christ. And Joel, um, your Twitter account going strong. How's it going? Joel, Joel Baby Twitch, yeah, it's all right. Up to oh, 600. I mean, it's only a quarter of where I was, but you know, come on. He's getting there, he's getting there. And as I said, most importantly for the show at AK90s, uh, we'll be back next week talking match of the day, the beginnings, the ends. Some of us will. Yeah, apart from Matthew's taking a rest. Monday morning, Matthew, <laughs> you'll be in the pub. Yeah, that's where we'll be. Can you record it the week after next when I'm in Paris for the week? Because, um, because Paul isn't around. Yeah, he's it should have been. Man. I mean, Gary Luke has been tweeting about him this week, you know. Yeah. You so see that? We've got, to, we've got to get him on while he's hot, for sure. Um, and if, you yeah, want, if you're into yeah, wrestling, okay. there'll be a new w, a Wrestling Origins pod hitting your airwaves as well this week. So keep on your airwaves for all the 90s goodness. I've been Ash Rose. This has been the last This Week in the 90s. Until next time, keep it 90s. I can swim on the